Howdy, and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast, where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. Giddy up. I was just trying a new intro. I don't know. I just felt like it Giddy was up. right. Giddy up. Throwing something out there. Okay. It's Laura. Julia. And Molly. And this is a Three Stride Podcast, and you can check out new episodes every single Tuesday and follow us on all social handles, channels, platforms, platforms at the Three Stride Podcast. Molly, you head off to a horse show next week, don't you? I do. I'm so excited. Thermal got shut down. Uh, I think most of the equestrian world knows all about that. (laughs) So we were there during week four when everything kind of shut down, and we... Then had to miss the last few weeks of thermal, a couple weeks of the oaks got canceled, yep. but we're ready now. We got temperature logs done. Yep. We we are not going until um, the end of May, but it's Temecula, so it's the same show. And so you head out. Yeah, because you actually... So we were talking about like horse show rituals. I personally love to be there the whole week. So I'm lucky with my career, I get to work remotely so I can just bring my laptop and do some like Zoom calls um, when I get out to the horse show. But I love to personally be there from like Monday through Sunday, be fully immersed, um, obviously take moments for work and everything. But you always head out a little later, don't you? Yeah, I usually leave my house like Wednesday at about three o'clock in the morning, depending on when I ride on Wednesday. Oh, But I got it, you know, like I can't be gone Monday to Sunday with the kids at home. So I leave, I get them all situated, spend the night with them on Tuesday. And then that way, uh, I only have to worry about getting them picked up from school for a couple of days. And then they can be with dad over the weekend. And sometimes they come down for the weekend. But I always give you so much, I give you so much credit of like how you're able to like wake up 3 a.m. or you leave at 3 a.m. Yeah. And get there in time to show. Like, like last, uh, so aggressive. The last horse show I went to, my (laughs) class was like at nine o'clock and I was literally pulling into the horse show at 8 30. And I just called Judy and like Judy stays dressed if for any reason I hit traffic and I don't make it, she'll just ride Fiona for me. But, um, yeah, it's a little intense, but there was a little adrenaline rush. Oh, see, I have only done that one time. It's actually when I was driving out to Temecula and, um, the drive from Vegas to Temecula, you go through that Calico Basin. It's like that really big like turn, and then you go down a hill, like driving out to California. Oh, um, is it called Calico uh, Basin? No, no, that's Red no. Rock. Oh, um, <laughs> I was like, where are you going? <laughs> where, where are you going? Uh, the Cajon Pass. Cajon Pass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did I say there Calico? You go. Okay, <laughs> okay. So the Cajon Pass, and I had, um, I think I was showing at like ten or eleven, and I'm driving out there, and it was one of the times that I actually did like one of the drove out there that morning to compete and we hit some like major like fog and it was like this so scary 25 car pile up and I'm like "Uh uh-uh that's I feel like every time that's where like bad stuff it's always through there but I'm like I pull up and I'm like I'm seeing like cars like scattered everywhere and I'm like weaving in and out of traffic I was like I must get to the horse show I'm like this is so sad but it is it's like for me personally it's like I need a nice like eight hours of sleep the night before. Yeah. I need to like have my morning like routine all in place. And it's like, then I can compete. Maybe I'd be more successful if I had (laughs) more rituals, but I'm just running down, bashing out a couple rails, getting it done. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. (laughs) 
finishing the course. That's my goal, literally. Uh, my goal when I go down there, I'm trying to, you know, up my up the ante a little bit these days. But I'm like, I want to jump every jump. That's that's my- that. That's it. I am really. I put a lot of pressure on sleep. And especially at the horse shows. And that's one thing I'm like trying to get out of. Like Julia and I have all these always have this conversation about like sleep. Mm-hmm. And like so Julia can like not have any sleep and oh, yeah. still like be able to well, like I'm also know. like literally a diagnosed insomniac. Like I have the worst sleeping problems ever. So I'm just used to like I got an hour, I'm like, let's roll. Like I'm good. I can function all I that. could do that when I was your age too, though. Not as much. I mean, I get up at three o'clock oh. in the morning and go and I'm fine, but yeah. No, I need like sleep. And so that's always fascinating when like people and I'm always thinking to myself of like big riders and like, are they able to like say they're doing the Grand Prix, the Olympics, like there's so much pressure to go into that. Like, do you think that there's any time that some of those riders don't get sleep? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I I always feel like riders that like are able to like because JC, my husband, like he can literally fall asleep on a dime. That's me. And get a solid like five, six hours and feel good. I'm not like that. And so I always like admire riders because everything again needs to be like stars need to align for me to like jump and I to feel successful. So that's something I'm like working on is not putting that pressure on myself Mm -hmm. because there has to be Olympic riders that like don't get sleep. Okay. So when you're talking about Olympic riders, I think that's a whole nother breed because they are, I think like the mental aspect of the sport has come into focus over the last, you know, decade and it's become prioritized and really important. That's great. But like when you're talking about like being in California at your local Grand Prix, most of those riders in that Grand Prix also have a full barn clientele. Like my trainer, for example, like she will have to sometimes be up at six o'clock in the morning to like prep an equorce, do whatever she needs to do, teach all day long, walk courses with people, and then like go put her whites on and like be ready to go in the night class at 5.30 p.m. Like it's not ideal, but that is what the majority of those people have to do Mm -hmm. to stay in this sport, period. So you have to be able to just... Like, you know, and she's sometimes up doing meds and stuff after being there all day, teaching all day, jumping the Grand Prix. Like, then she's like going What's back her, to like, the bar. What's her, like, show prep? Like, does she, is she drinking, like, coffee throughout the day? Like, I'm just down to, like, yeah, the basic. Yeah, she's, like, drinking coffee and not eating food mostly. So, like, not yeah, ideal. Yeah, there's not even, like, time sometimes to, like, get no. food. No. Like, no. you're just, like. But that's, like, I mean, I feel like that's so... You know, it's incredible, but then scary. It's like the fact that they're having to do so much during the day. And again, I'm like just doing the low adults and I'm like, "Mm, I need that eight hours and I need my like eggs for breakfast and then like a green smoothie for lunch. Uh, I love a nice smoothie. But I will say too, in being a professional in this sport, like nine times out of 10, that's what like, you know, you're, that's what you're doing. You're hustling. Like you're doing whatever you can to like it like I don't know like advance in your writing but also be able to like maintain it and afford it and go to the shows and like you know that comes with sacrifice I guess and no sleep yeah because yeah, Jude I know Judy's schedule and ritual really well because we normally uh are out in camper world these girls haven't converted to camper world once you go camper you never go back mm, but I do so we are yeah. out like checking horses wraps doing night check making sure the horses aren't too hot or too cold topping off waters whatever at like 11 p.m. And then we're like up, ready to go, doing some stuff again the next morning. And Judy's oftentimes off walking a course by seven a.m. And I'm like, uh, I'll catch you later, girl. I gotta. Yeah, get here for I a 
I definitely like I admire that so much. And because like for my routine, it's like I while I love and consider myself, I don't know, it's like I, I think of myself an extrovert, but I'm most of the time pretty introverted. You're and an extroverted introvert. Yes. I that's love I love my alone time. And at horse shows, that's one of my favorite things because for me, it's a horse vacation. And so mm-hmm. I love like that time where I can just spend with my horse and like just chill with him. And then it's also like being around everyone. But yeah, we do – we either do hotel or Airbnb and it's just easier because – I also like having a washer and dryer. I think that's important to me. Well, also like working too. Yes. That's part of it. For me, I have to, and I tell people this all the time because like I'll see those people or I'll have clients that like, you know, say they're going to ride at 10. They come to the horse show at 930. They do their couple classes at 10 or if they're doing the jumpers or whatever, sometimes even only one class and then they leave and like you don't see them again until the next day. Like for me, I'm like, have you guys ever done like the math on what this is costing you per minute then? Because like if you're not here for like 12 hours and like really just like hanging out, watching yes. whatever class is going at night, going over to watch the Derby, watching the Grand Prix, watching, you know, the meter 30, welcome, whatever class mm-hmm. is going on that night, hanging out, having a drink, eating, going to dinner with your friends. Like that's like, there's so much value in that to me. Like that's oh. a huge part yes. of why I like to go to the horse show. Like one of the moms the other day was like, are you guys ready for our girls trip? I mean the horse show. Like, yeah, no, it is. it is. It's, I mean, that was one thing of like when we go to shows, it's like we do the dinners. Mm-hmm. And, but then there's also like it's tough for me sometimes because it's like I'm at the show and I still do need to keep up with work. And it's like I do need to like jet back to the, um, the Airbnb or jet back to the hotel to get some work done. But I always make it a priority of like I love doing dinners. I love doing dinners with the barn and any friends at the barn. I also am mindful too of like my alone time because mm-hmm. I definitely need to like reset and refocus myself because if I'm like sensory overload at the show straight through the day, I am like notorious. Say I, I love showing in the morning. Mornings are definitely my jam to show. Yeah, like I like the morning better too. Starting the day going. And if I have to show at like one or two or later in the afternoon, I will go to the show in the morning, check on the horse and then go back to the hotel. And I sometimes will like do another shower, like reset myself. Restart your day. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I do that even at home. If I'm like having like a shit day, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to restart. I'm going to shower and restart my day. And that's what I do with riding. It's like before I show, I'll literally sometimes wash my face or go take a shower. Yeah, I'm on the exact opposite plane. The grooms literally walk up to my tax store and they're like, you ready? I'm like, I'm ready. Let's do this. I walk to the mounting block, get on, ride my horse, which I actually really, this is the one part of like working during the horse show that's I do not like is like, I'll ride my horse, warm up, go in the show ring, walk out. And then it's like it, you don't realize it until you like, look at how long it really takes. Like it really takes quite a while to like walk back to the barn. You'd always, you're always there for a few minutes talking, Oh, how to go this and that petting your horse, giving her a treat, the whole thing, which I think it's important to me, but it's just one of the things that I kind of have to sacrifice when I'm working too. I get right. Luckily my ring that I show in, 
is right behind my store at yeah. the horse show where I have my trailer. And so I hop off, pet her, get a cookie out of the tag store, and she goes back to the she goes back to the barn on her own. She's like, Wow, you're an asshole. Yeah. And <laughs> she's like, thanks. She's like, thanks for nothing. Meanwhile, like Julia and I are going on like uh two uh hour trail rides afterwards. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like I do go get her back out yeah. and take her for a walk and stuff. Actually remember her and Garcon had a love connection. Oh, last they did. Time. I actually Aww. just found those pictures on my phone. Oh yeah. Fiona and Garcon, like there's like a quite a little photo shoot. Oh really. them. So the, it's a totally, you know, it probably would be nice and I probably would be, you know, but even when I'm at a horse show not like that, I'm just a I don't know, I'm like a little ADD cupcake. Like I'm just running. No. It, I think with um with balancing it all, I do I I am definitely one to have like a routine and having that like morning time and then obviously ride and then go back and if I have to go back and take another shower. Do you have a routine, Jay? Um I don't really have like a specific you're perfect. routine because she's so good I'm, she's so good i'm naturally so good i don't need to prepare for anything no she just goes up shows up and then she's like i'm ready i'm going to win this i'm here to win but come on do you get show nerves like oh yeah I, I totally get nervous especially like i like you guys said like i hate having to go later on in the day because I spend the entire day obsessing over waiting yeah. to go. And usually it's, it's late. lead up. Ugh. It's, yeah. And it's like, I feel like I go through so many like adrenaline spikes and drops before then too. It's like by the time I'm getting on, like I'm kind of like, Ooh, okay. Like we're really getting to it now. Like this is it. Do you have though a routine at all? Or are you just like fly by the seat of your pants? No, I don't have a routine. Do you timestamp? I don't timestamp, you know, I, for me, and I'm like a very type A like plan, horse shows are my time where I'm literally like, I'll, I'll take PTO because I hate feeling like I'm missing out on something. Mm -hmm. And if I have to work and like, you know, leave the show or whatever, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what do you think people are doing? Like, am I missing a class? Like, this all that. kind of fun lunch. Yeah, like, or... I'm like, especially when Molly's trailer's there. Like, I usually will hang out with Molly yeah. all day. Uh -huh. And we like, go when get you salad yeah, and like, VIP sit I'm on like, the bench oh. for hours. Like, yeah. I will just sit in her trailer. I agree that I do take PTO as well. So I'll get out there Monday, mm -hmm. drive out there Monday. I typically will take PTO Wednesday through Friday. Friday. Yeah. Which are like the big days. Anyway. Yeah. That's when so you're like, showing. Yeah. yeah. So Wednesday through Friday, I'll take PTO, but like I still have to like have my laptop, still be checking email, may have to do a couple calls because I'm important because I'm very important. <laughs> she yes. is a woman in business. Yes. <laughs> but I also am of the, the mindset if I don't, for me personally, if I don't have a routine of like my, my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner, and like constantly be like feeding myself through the day, I'm like screwed. And But there's a health component to that for you. Yeah. Yes, true. With the Crohn's disease. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have like, to, like you have to kind of baby your stomach. Yes. I have to be like always mindful of that. But I do. That's where I like when I talk to people, because for me, like – and I, again, I, I said this in the beginning, but I work so hard on like trying to get past that headspace of like, oh gosh, everything's not perfect. So I can't jump because I know I could always flat. I know that I can ride my horse well, but if I don't have everything like lined up, I do struggle with the jumping piece. So that's where I've gotten 
past that of like, okay, I'm going to push through. I'm still going to jump my like show height, even if I don't get a solid night's sleep. But that's where I always admire people because I'm like, gosh, I was like that person, like not everyone's getting this like solid sleep. Not everyone had this like perfect day leading up to it that they were able to still accomplish it. And like Judy will tell some of the kids if they're like nervous or something, she's like, go in there and jump the first jump. Cause then once you get going, you're fine. Yeah, once oh my gosh. you're in there and you know, cooking, it's, I think it's, I've told you that before. Oh, like yeah. you're like, Oh, I walked and it looked big or whatever. And I'm like, just go jump the first jump. Yeah. Vertical. Well, that was how I first, uh, jumped, uh, the meters was like, Annette told me, she goes, all you have to do is three jumps. And now I had never even jumped the meters even at home. Oh yeah. yeah I, I was like, literally she went in cold. She was like, just put me in it. <laughs> yeah. Have at it. Yeah. I had never even jumped the meters and cause it just took me so long to get back. From She'd never jumped higher than a pole at home actually she just goes to the horse show yeah I love polls I love polls don't sue me um but Annette was like you know what Laura like just all you need to do is three jumps and I remember this of like going in the ring and I was like okay you know what screw it I just have to jump three jumps that's it so I go in jump the three jumps and I hear Spinetti yell keep going. <laughs> yeah. Like Keep you got going. it now. Yes. He just yeah. finished. Well, so, okay. Real talk is that at Temecula. So in May, I am, I've always just done, um, adult lows. Uh, yeah. is it yeah. low adult, yeah. low adults, low adults, low, adults. Or low child adult, low on. child adult. And that's really where I'm comfy at meter, meter zero five. Cause they sometimes bump it up to meter zero five. Classic day. So at home, I've been doing now three, six, three, nine. And I'm like, I really feel like it's the time. I've been in the meters for gosh, like six years. And I really feel like I need to level it up and I need to move to the adult highs. But in the back of my mind, I am nervous, like so crazy nervous. And I'm putting this like pressure on myself that again, I'm like, well, I know I won't be able to do it if I don't like everything doesn't line up for me if I don't get that solid night's sleep. But in my head, I'm like, you know what? I just need, I just need to do three jumps. Yeah. Just go in there and start it and whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not going to be. And the other thing is you don't have to move up. Like some people are perfectly happy, but I want to, like, that's the thing. I I want to. It's not like, okay, I've been doing this for X amount of years. Now I have to go do something. You don't have like a specific, like you're not trying to sell Garcon as like a no. meter 10 horse and be like, oh, well, I need to get him in there. No, and that, but I, like, I think for myself that it's like, I need to rip off the band aid yeah. and just like, and get you'll there. be fine. You're it. literally not going, you won't even notice a difference. Once you jump, you know how big he, like he even jumps over the jumps. So that's what like, I'm saying. Like he won't jump them any different. Like he already jumps big and like hard at shows. Like you're really not going to feel a difference in his You jump. really won't. It's, it's, Three inches. Yeah. That's what I always think. It's a whole difference. It's I know. literally like this. And that's where Three I'm like. Three inches is so, like, a horse doesn't even notice it. I know. And it's like, I just want to get it done. And because I do, like, yes, do I need to, like, I have these moments of like, gosh, you know what? I would just be comfortable jumping this height. But, like, in my mind, I'm always looking at ways to, like, level up and improve mm-hmm. um, yeah. and grow, not only, like, in my career, but also my riding. And so this is the next piece. And, yes, can I stay at, like, meters and be happy? Maybe. But I really do feel well, like it's, it's in me. It's the challenge of the sport. Like yeah. you get complacent and then it's like, all right, like I want to do something else. Like I want to do it. Up. Yeah. I'm going to just I'm do right three jumps. Yeah. 
three jumps. But it is. It's like, I mean, do you remember? Do you guys even remember though when you moved up from meter to meter ten? Oh yeah, it, it, I remember. I was like, I am a big girl now. Like That's that I, was like the like. And then when I moved from, I remember the meter tens to the twenties. I was like, oh my god. People are going to be asking me to ride Grand Prix horses now. Like, I was like, I can do any. I was like, probably like, I don't know, 17. I was like, yeah. oh, man. Throw but me do in you, talent search. Do you remember do when you um, moved up to Yeah, meter- it was with Buddha. To meter 10? Yeah, I was Pirate Shirt Julia. <laughs> so for some backstory, I was like really awkward and long and skinny. And it was in the days before we had like nicely fitting show clothes where you'd have that like it's like a dress shirt material. Oh, those yeah. are so And it bad. would puff up in my back. Yeah. And my pants were so tight, so it was like a wind sail. I can picture you in your And super so we were like pirate shirt Julia. Man. Oh my gosh. No, I I didn't even have that. Are you kidding me? I had like Ariat. And I had a bedazzled belt. Really bedazzled. And that was that was but that was a look. Like that was what we did. So Pirate Shirt Julia hit those meter tens. And I'm telling you, I probably crashed through a bunch of them before I was <laughs> successful, but I did it. <laughs> Or I got like one good picture and I was like, posted everywhere. (laughs) Do you remember when you moved, moved up? You've been doing, you've done it for a long time. I had this thing in my mind because I was pretty young when I did like the meaner tents for the first time. But then like, you know, I'd get a horse and it'd get going well and we would sell it and I'd get the next young one and like over and over. And so like, I had this thing in my mind, like where I was like, I'm never, ever going to get to jump the meter 20s. Like, it was just, it always just seemed so, like, every time something would go right, like, something would fall apart. So I do remember moving up to the meter 20s, and the meter 20s is definitely a big jump. The meter 20s, like, the way they set and everything like that, Sink or swim in that bad boy. (laughs) Yeah, you got to just get in there. But now it's, like, so comfy and it's fine, and I'm, you know, I'm sure I'll go in and hopefully it'll be a nice – I love the way that Temecula's ring rides. I love the footing. I love yes. they always get like the best course designer. So I always that's always my goal to move up at that show because well that's where you, you go to thermal and you look oh at some of those gosh. courses. Like I did my meaner twenty five classic in thermal this last time. Let me tell you guys, I was like walking this. I thought I was just it was huge, mm-hmm. huge. Did a. A horrible job. My horse was really good. Rode the bending seven in a perfect six and a half. She was like, it's enough for me, dog. Biggest <laughs> oxer on the course. I had to freaking circle, jump it with an unrelated distance. She just was like, okay, whatever. She jumped it great, finished the course and whatever else. But I do feel like that was legit like a 130 round. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going to start in the 120s. Yeah. And then Temecula is the place to move up because thermal, I feel like, especially Thermal's as the weeks go always on. aggressive. Well, that's Jeez. where I'm like, I knew. Yeah. Well, that was my original plan was we were supposed to go in April. And so I was going to move up because we were yeah, there for that, two weeks. Like but the then I'm set. like, oh, you know what? I am just going to go in with the flow. But I have it in the back of my mind. I was like, that meter 10 speed class. I was like, sign me up. Yeah, because you don't have to worry about jump off. But yeah. then I'm also like, okay, sign me up for both classes each day. So then I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do the meter 10s. But you told me that I need to do it at Temecula. So like, That's screw it. I'm going to do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to recap that. Because otherwise, all summer, where are you going to go? Yeah, to that's the it. thing. Well, that's where I – and I'm not going to put the pressure, but this is like – but this is the last show before probably like – Fall? Fall. Like August or September because I travel for work like up until then. So this is kind of my last – Go, but I'm not going to put the pressure if like just I feel good. Just go in, good. do the meters on Wednesday. I just want to do it. 
See how it feels. One jump. Thursday, go in and do the 110s. And guess what? You know, people will disagree with this, but it's not like you're asking your horse to go jump a Grand Prix and then go back in and jump a Grand Prix. If you feel like you need to, especially because a lot of times it's the same course, while you're getting going on this, there is no reason why you cannot go jump the meters or at least the first part and know the course and feel comfortable. And she's shaking her head because I know her horse would have to be in ice for like 69 weeks after this. (laughs) But they can do that. Like we jump two meter 10 courses or two meter 20 courses at home all the time. Molly, I know that. But I'm also like, not only do I worry about Garcon, but also I am, I love jumping. I also like to be done. Like I, she's like I love jumping almost as much as I love being finished. I love showing jumping. to walk out of the ring. I <laughs> so I compare horse showing with like public speaking. I get so yeah. like nervous to speak publicly, but I love it. Like I love yeah. get me on stage, get me like presenting adrenaline. to people. Love the adrenaline. But am I saying I love to speak publicly? No, but I'm like but your game. I am. I'm down and I like the adrenaline rush it gives you. And that's the same that jumping creates for me. It's like, I like going in there. I like feeling like I was successful. You and I walk out of there. We both get real greased up. You get greased up too, Molly. And it's like, it just that rush is what I want. But I also want to be one and done. You tell me you put you tell me I have to go two times. I go no, 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 (laughs) no. Like, Ta ta ta! One time jump off. Oh my gosh, that's why. Thank I hate God jump you off. do the jumpers. Imagine if you had yeah, to do the hunter. X. Oh well, the back Oof. in the day, that was where I made the switch. I was like, I remember I was doing the hunters, and I was like, I have to go like three, five times. This is not working for me. <laughs> five, <laughs> three to five times. I have to flat. I was like, no, flat class. No, flat class not happening. But like, that's one thing with jumpers. But I'm like, I even hate like doing the jump off because for me, it's not about even winning. Or it's about me having... It's you against the course, which is how it should be. Yeah. It's not... Like, that's the thing. If I have, like, a successful first round and I, like, felt good, I hit every spot, I'm out. That's how I do it at home. Yeah. I did four jumps this morning and I said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm done. That's good. I just killed it. I just killed it. Thank you. Not going to do any better than that. I (laughs) have a record of, like, six-minute long lesson this morning. Six minute long lesson. Your trainers must love you. 30 minutes of like nice flat that I did prior. And then they did a be ready to jump. It was six minutes. Love that for them. Six minutes. Sign me up. Well, come back in May and we'll see how Laura does throwing herself to the fire. Yes. Right into the meter tens. No prep. No prep. Just doing it. Eight hours of sleep. Three showers. Hopefully it's a morning (laughs) class. She'll be ready to go. Uh, Catch us every Tuesday. The Three Stride Podcast. <laughs> Follow us on all socials at the Three Stride Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Carry on.